Welcome to San Diego News Fix, The Backstory, where we tackle important questions about journalism ethics and give you a behind the scenes look at our industry and our newsroom. I'm Luis Cruz. The San Diego Union Tribune will be partnering again with the Center for U.S.-Mexican Studies at UC San Diego to recognize journalists in Baja California by holding the Baja Journalism Contest. Joining us today to talk about the importance of this contest and why we're holding it are Union Tribune and Espanol Editorial Director Lilia O'Hara, Rafael Fernandez de Castro, Director of the Center for U.S.-Mexican Studies at UC San Diego, Union Tribune Managing Editor, Laura Sacalo, and we begin with editor and publisher, Jeff Light. Jeff? Yeah, thank you, Luis. And Rafael, I'm very glad to have you here. Um, this uh, Baja Journalism Contest dates to, I, I believe, 2020. And uh, uh, it was something that uh, the Union Tribune and the Center for U.S.-Mexico Studies uh, worked on together with a couple of other partners. But I really think you were the driving force behind this journalism contest. And I guess to start, I just wanted to hear about uh, uh, your goals for the contest and, 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 and why, you, uh, why you have uh, created this new uh, journalism contest for Baja California. Thank you, Jeff, and I'm, I'm very happy to be with you guys. It's, uh, I mean, this is, uh, we did this, uh, we gave the, the awards in April, 2020. And it's been a little over two years, but it seems like uh, decades because it was the pandemic really that stopped us to, to doing it the last two years. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, when I came here five years ago to direct the center, I'm always been worried about uh, uh, Mexican media because we forget that Mexican media is very young. Mexican democracy uh, is very young. It's only been there for the last 22 years. It was the year 2000 when we really became a full democracy uh, with free elections and we finally have Vicente Fox coming into the Mexican presidency and they ended in 72 years with the PRI in power. And, and within those 72 years, it was not good for media. Uh, there was, uh, I would say, uh, systemic corruption with media. And uh, it was there was no independent media in Mexico. Uh, we have a lot of cases in which uh, uh, independent outlets like Proceso, they were basically uh, destroyed by the federal government. So uh, what I want to say here, um, the idea of the contest is to make sure that we will help uh, to incentivize independent Mexican journalism, uh, in-depth research Mexican journalism. I've, I've feel and I felt very envious about these very good stories in the Washington Post, in the San Diego Union Tribune, uh, very well thought uh, that takes sometimes weeks uh, in, in, in putting it together. And then Mexican uh, journalists, they don't have that luxury of time or resources. So the idea of, of, of the award was to, to incentivize Mexican journalists to go for these great efforts, uh, to great reports, and. Uh, and uh, and make sure that we recognize that and um, the depth and the, the professionalism. So this is the, the, the award all about, to try to strengthen Mexican young journalism. Yeah, yeah, terrific. And I think now this year, the contest has uh, 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 a special context and your group has done a lot of work around the uh, attacks on journalists in Mexico and the threats to 
journalism and democracy that that represents. Um, how do you see uh, that environment today for journalism in Mexico? It's awful because it's, again, it's attacking a very young industry, which is media. And uh, in the past, it was uh, just the government basically corrupting uh, uh, independent media outlets. And now it's sometimes it's uh, uh, official violence, sometimes it's uh, organized crime. But the environment is is, is, is terrible for journalists. Uh, and uh, and I believe this is something that uh, that it's basically threatened Mexican democracy. It's uh, uh, we we just seen it a uh, few weeks ago. Uh, the, the city of Tijuana and, and Mexicali they were basically uh, uh, stopped by by all of this uh, by organized crime. Just basically putting a lot of uh, obstacles, basically burning cars and buses, and uh, and we can see the the, the the strength of organized crime in Mexico, and I and of course they have made journalists, independent journalists, a target of the, of the crimes because they denouncing them. And uh, so I believe that uh, that's why uh, the Center of Just Mexican Stories, along with you guys at the San Diego Union Tribune, we have put together these two webinars to try to explain, I mean, how bad is this uh, uh, violence and what is what we could do uh, to improve it? Because it's uh, this is basically taking out all of the oxygen for new and independent journalism in Mexico. And, that's, and without sound journalists in Mexico, Mexican democracy will not flourish. That's yeah. what we have to, I mean, that's, I mean, that's uh, the scenario. I mean, that's what we have to bear in mind that we badly need uh, in-depth journalists in Mexico to have a, a, a flourish democracy. Yeah, and I believe it's 15 journalists uh, uh, now uh, so far this year uh, murdered in Mexico, uh, two of them in Baja. Uh, but of course, uh, you know, journalism is under threat, I think, in the United States as well, um, both uh, uh, through attacks on the credibility of journalists, attacks on the, uh, the standing uh, and legitimacy of journalists, which we've seen uh, through the Trump years. And now, most recently, uh, uh, a murder of a journalist in Las Vegas, uh, where a public official has been accused of, of murdering this investigative journalist over the stories uh, that he was writing. So, Laura Sakalo, um, maybe you could just uh, give us the facts on, on, on that Las Vegas case and a little bit of the backdrop in the US. Well, as, as you mentioned, um, Jeff. German, who's uh, who was an investigative reporter for the Las Vegas Review Journal, was uh, killed at his home. Um, the Clark County Public Administrator has been charged with murder in that case. German had been reporting on uh, the Public Administrator's office. Um, complaints about harassment, the public administrator being a bully, having an inappropriate relationship with a subordinate. And uh, Robert Tellis, the public administrator, had lost uh, in the primary election to one of his deputies who, after reports of uh, what was going on in the office, decided to run against him in the, in the primary. And there had been, you know, online uh, threats. The public administrator had had taken to 
Twitter and social media to criticize the reporting. And the editors at the Las Vegas Review Journal said they they did not get the impression from the reporter that he was concerned about these threats. In fact, he said he had had much worse over the course of his career reporting on the mob and uh, other aspects uh, of Las Vegas life. So he did not seem all that concerned and consequently they weren't, but he did, he became uh, the ninth reporter in the U.S. Uh, since 1992 to be uh, killed for for his work. Um, in 2018, we had the situation in the newsroom at the Capitol Gazette in Annapolis, where a gunman who had made threats against the paper and against its reporters came into the newsroom and, and killed five people. So, yeah. and I think it goes hand in hand with, as you mentioned, uh, other kinds of attacks on journalists in the United States on their credibility. Um, There's been a significant increase in online harassment and threats against uh, reporters and journalists in the United States. And obviously um, that that's a concern as we, as we do our work and it points to the dangers. Yeah. Yeah. Very important topic. Um, Just turning a little bit, Lilia O'Hara uh, you were a, a, a judge in the first journalism contest, uh, Baja Journalism Contest, um, that we held in 2020, in part due to your standing as somebody with experience as a journalist on both sides of the border. So just closing here, I, I just wanted to get a little perspective, since we're talking about a Baja Journalism Contest, on you know what are the, what are the differences in the life and, and work of a journalist in Baja? Uh, versus what we might be accustomed to um, here on the U.S. side. Yeah, being a journalist in Baja, in general in Mexico, it takes a lot of courage and love and passion for what you do because um, the salaries are a lot lower in comparison to what, I mean, sometimes we think here salary a reporter might be low. In Mexico, it's even lower, sometimes to ridiculous levels. And But people is really committed to do this job and somebody that comes journalist is really somebody that want to bring the truth and and working in the system uh, as Rafael mentioned it before, now it's a little better than it was 20 years, 30 years ago, because they didn't have option. You knew that you have to do journalism between a system or 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 being paid by the government. The, the newspapers will be paid by advertising. Now it's a little more, there are more options. There is more independent journalism, but still there is a lot of challenges because also the government or 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 even some companies, you call them and it's not like here, they tell you, I'll call, I'll call you in 15 minutes. And you know that those 15 minutes is going to be two hours or, or it's a way to say, I'm not going to talk to you. So journalists really have to have this struggle in a system that they don't value entirely the work for the journalists in the society. Sometimes the, the communities, the the government, the system doesn't know yet, doesn't understand or doesn't want to appreciate the value that the journalism have the same than here, that you have to talk to power, that you have to expose what is working, what is not working, and just like um, 
lightening the paths to to a better life overall for everybody. When a journalist say this is not working, sometimes the idea is that the government will do the job better. That's the hope. That's what is the the democracy and and the transparency of the government and and the companies. That's the goal. But the Baja journalists, I think they are really somebody that we have to admire because even with the insecurity, with the low resources, low salaries, they keep doing it. And they keep doing it sometimes with a great quality and a great risk and with a lot of time invested on on that job. Okay, perfect. Well said. Uh, With that, I will turn it back to you, Luis. Thank you, Jeff, Laura, and Lilia. And Rafael, thank you very much for your time. We'll be announcing the details of the Baja Journalism Contest soon, so be on the lookout for that on our website, SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. That does it for this special edition of San Diego News Fix. Don't forget to listen to San Diego News Fix with Christy Totten for an in-depth look at local stories making headlines throughout the week. You can find San Diego News Fix wherever you get your podcasts. For everyone at the San Diego Union Tribune, thank you very much for listening and for supporting local journalism. Have a great day, everybody.